Reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Canto 10, Chapter 1, Text 28. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Sudaseno Yadupatir Mataram Abhasam Parim. Mataram Churasenamscha Vishayam Bhubhajay Para. Formerly Surasena, the chief of the Yadu dynasty, had gone to live in the city of Matara. There he enjoyed the places known as Matara and Surasena. I'll read the next verse. Since that time, the city of Matara had been the capital of all the kings of the Yadu dynasty. The city and district of Matara very intimately connected for, to, with Krishna. For Lord Krishna lives there eternally. Omigyana timarandasya gananjana shalakaya chaksur unmulatamyena tasmai shri gurave namaha shri chaitanya mano Stapitam yena bhutale swayam rupakadamayam tadati sapadantikam vancha kalpa tarubhyascha kripa sindhu bayevacha patitanam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo nama sri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda Siadvaita Gadadhar, Sivasade Gor Bhakta Vrinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, <coughs> Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So greetings from New Jersey. Extremely, extremely busy week. And actually, <clears throat> I have a new schedule. I'm really prioritizing the study of Krishna Kata, beginning with this Janmalila. Um, I really hope to increase the quality of my presentation. It cuts a little bit into my japa in the morning. I like to chant a lot. But this morning was especially difficult because I also had to pack. This is the last day I will be in this place. And I'm moving to, uh, well, when I'm in the States, I'll have a base with, with Jack. Those who are here Tuesday saw how nice his place is for, for programs. So then I had a, a kind of pack and finish my Monday morning greetings. I'll have no time. I had no time to write yesterday. I, I went three hours to Woodstock, New York to do something that I rarely do, which is a family function. But uh, my younger brother's youngest daughter was getting married. She's cool, vegetarian and artist. And uh, 
So I thought, and, and she told me a year in advance, so you can understand. So I, okay, a year in advance and, and June, I, you know, I'll, I'll be here. So I'll, I'll plan to be here. I'm, I'm usually here and I won't plan anything else. Um, and uh, Greg drove me up comfortably in his Porsche. So it was a smooth ride, very kind of him. And it was kind of an interesting day because, you know, me, I, I, I go by the maxim early, on time, on time, late, late, never. So we were really early. And if any of you ever in Woodstock, they have this Buddhist temple that is one of the most beautiful temples I've ever seen. I've never seen an ISKCON temple in America as beautiful as this temple. It's just spectacular. The inside design and, and the color, I mean, it's really something. It, it's, uh, and it's only about, it was only seven or eight minutes from the wedding. So we drove there and somehow when we got there, they were having a special all day chanting semi, you know, thing with all these monks lined up and the gongs banging. And, and it was very nice. As soon as we, we, there was little kind of seats there. I don't know. We came in, we sat down on, on the floor and everyone had a cup for water and, and uh, cushion. And they, they put down some, uh, the, the, the verses translated in Tibetan and Chinese and English. So we can kind of follow along. And, uh, you know, you try to get realizations from everything, but it was powerful. It was so, it was, and they had a congregation, uh, a few Western, uh, I don't know you call Westerners, what's a Western anymore? People are coming from different ethnicities, but the ethnicity was mostly probably Chinese or something, but, um, and this gong was blowing and, you know, as they're chanting, they have things going. And then off the, 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 the desks of the uh, sitting down. And then they had a chief guy who was, I don't know, the chief guy was waving a flag and chanting the mantras. Had these long 10 feet, 12 feet horns. And it, it would, you know, it would stay on the desk and then go. And then, then somehow, you know, we got in, okay. I mean, I only had 15, 20 minutes before the wedding. And then, uh, you know, they picked them up and they blew that and they were having a break. It worked out perfectly for us, but I felt that it was very powerful on the consciousness. And my realization is, and, and I think this is a little of our weakness that, you know, our, our process is based on meditation. And Prabhupada also gave rituals, but we don't do many of the rituals. <laughs> and I see that rituals are very, very important. Rituals means to conform your life to something higher than yourself. And I see that rituals are very, very important because not everybody can do med meditation, but they can do rituals. And, uh, and, and, and rituals and community and tradition, all the things that are under attack very basically by the postmodern world are all things to help the common person transcend the limited concept of I, that the, the, the carnal impulses that we have, what do we do with them? <laughs> and 
We're not talking about just sex desire, just by our impulses. And the whole modern world is based on impulses. Let your impulses go. Don't restrict your impulses. So I just thought, wow, this is really powerful rituals. And um, why we have Panchatricky pancha, pancha, Vidi. We do have deity worship and, and, and things like this. Um, because ritual is very, very powerful. And then we have community rituals. And, and, and rituals is also something that you do every day or you do regularly. It's not just a codicy, but there's a protocol. And even looking at my own spiritual life, I even feel I need that more strongly. Even when you chant at the same time, there's a sadhana. And it has, everyone has to have a sadhana, a ritual. Even if it's I sit down and meditate at this time, I sit down and chant. I do a kirtan at this time. I offer a flower at this time. I, I offer my food. Because otherwise we won't have that meditation on Krishna that purifies our purifies our, our, our consciousness. Yeah, I see Don Kelly is here. I was at his house, beautiful house on the bank of a river. And I see, you know, he has a ritual in the morning and it's powerful. He, you know, whatever it is, I, you know, I get up, I wake up the deities, I offer the food, I, I, I listen to a class, I go to, you know, I want to work wisdom of the sages, you know, some, that's why I think wisdom of the sages is so powerful because it's given many people a, a ritual. You know, I, I see my friend Haridas, Henry here. He has a ritual. He listens to, you know, Wisdom of the Sages, then the Los Angeles class, because it's at a different time. You know, these rituals, these things that fix our mind on Krishna, that was very powerful. Um, now, uh, the wedding, I had a new pair of silks that there was a interesting uh, Mukunda Marari, who I'm very close with. Uh, he's a preacher in Russia. He, he brought to me these very wealthy multi-millionaire Russians, really wealthy people. And uh, anyway, I do what I do. I, I try to give people an experience in Vrindavan. And uh, I remember one thing, the guy was coughing all the time and the Ayurvedic doctor told him to drink cow urine. So he'd go off to the corner and he was coughing all the time. And uh, and then I found out after he, he left me and I was in a closed room <laughs> with windows shut, it was, uh, after he left me, I mean, I found out a week later that he was in the hospital with COVID in Russia, that's, that's what it is. So all glories to a strong immune system because when COVID began, what I concentrated on is really concentrated on more than anything else is making sure my immune system is very strong. I would take sun bath to get vitamin D. I take zinc, quercetin. I lost weight, <laughs> made sure I did exercise. I'm naturally healthy, but it, it's something to that. And when I did get COVID, it's because I, I had this rigorous travel and I ate heavy food and, and whatever. And it wasn't that bad for me. Just like a my, my call. So I was, anyway, 
Um, I'm, I want to get to the 10th canto. I didn't prepare, I prepared during the week, but I, did, I, I meant to do a lot more today, but we'll still get something substantial because I did study. And then, uh, you know, I went to the wedding and it was at a beautiful, really an ideal place, Bearsville Theater, theater where uh, they announced Patty, Patty's pay, Patty something of famous punk, you people know her, Patty, Patty Smith was there and uh, Adriana, something, there was some famous, but and outside they have a beautiful lawn and they had a tent set up. And, you know, I came and I had my best silks with the shaved head and nice T-lock. And uh, even my brother was appreciating, oh, that's really nice. He said, by Bhakti Vedanta Swami, something like that, my brothers. And, uh, you know, I went and I was very, very impressed. Uh, very, very, very impressed with how the wedding is done. Because I like functions that are not boring. It was only about a half hour, the whole function, and very succinct. The communication was excellent. They had some nice lady that was authorized to do it that was their friend and she was just, uh, I just like communication where things are focused to the point and it was expressing their love for each other. They, the person who officiated it read, and it was interesting, read his feelings for her and, he, and I got to understand from this very clearly what their personalities are and why they were, and it was actually quite moving um, and then after that, they go into the place and they have a kind of a cocktail party for an hour where these people are come. They're vegetarians, so they were mostly anyway. Fish was I'm not eating. I didn't eat anything, but it was tempting. It was coming out with all these hors d'oeuvres and everything. And I did a codice. I fasted the previous day, and I would see what's happening. And I, I saw that. Uh, not many people were interested in me. <laughs> they were interested in eating and drinking. So I just sat down on a, 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 a um, uh, I had like nice little couches on the side, very peaceful and just chanting in my mind and just saying, well, um, I told Greg and Jack to pick me up at two and now they're taking this hike but I'll just send the message because I got there 1130. It was already 1230. I'm ready to go. I've done my duty. There's nothing more that was kind of here for me. So I kind of sent the message. Uh, but then, and then they said, oh, uh, they didn't go on the walk. They, they'll be right there in three minutes. And when I began to walk out, then people started to talk to me. I get, and uh, I saw how much respect there is <laughs> for a monk. <laughs> uh, there's just a lot of respect and people started coming up to me and now they're waiting outside to go. And the father of the groom, you know, they, it's, people came up before and shook my hand. I heard you're, you know, Ricky's brother, my younger brother's his daughter. But uh, uh, phew, just watching what, what people do and... Uh, um, and how much they can eat, my God, because this is before dinner and they're eating all these things. And 
but uh, it was not on the way out. Sure enough, you know, a few drinks and uh, there was a crowd around me, really respectful, asking me about certain things. And, uh, I, you know, again, the tea lock, very important to wear tea lock, the Lord's lotus feet and the Tulsi leaf. There's so many references in Shastra that actually when Yamaraj comes, he leaves you alone and, and how much benefit it is actually from doing this. What to speak of the meditation. I am a, and anybody that sees you is purified and, and just about the meditation that uh, I was thinking, should I wear tea lock or not? It's already this, just the meditation yourself, your meditation. I am a devotee of Krishna. These are mantras that I chant to purify me. The ritual. It's great. Take a bath, put on T-Lock. The ritual. <laughs> Why don't we get into the rituals? It's great. <laughs> and it's great. We remember God, the lotus. The, this is the, uh, uh, I think the lotus feet of Krishna and, and Tulsi. We, we, we remember God. So I saw people, you know, they were around me and and really like humble that they're meeting a monk, you know. Uh, but anyway, I left shortly. And then on the way back, we were right there in Krishna's kitchen and they, they were fabulous, the food and the service and the, and the mood. Um, so that was my day. And then getting back late and then today I'll be off to, we have a program at Jai Shri Radhe's. I think this is going to be our biggest one yet. I invited Rasik Mohan and a few of his people and the Republican candidate for Congress is coming. He's a Vaishnava <laughs> and he's coming. Uh, he, I, I wrote him and I just said, you know, because he's so busy, it's like having two jobs, running a business. And I just said, if you can come, it's really nice. As he wrote, when he saw that I was up at Super Soul Farm, he says I was, he was transcendently envious. So I said, here's your chance. You know, I know you're busy, but come. So hopefully he'll come and a lot of people will come. Okay. Now, um, what I'm going to be doing, I have to explain in, in, in these classes that I'm going to be giving. What I'm trying to do is speak every week on a section. Uh, 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 every every class on a section. So Wednesday, I did things that people here will not hear. So I'm going to always go back and then go forward. Today, because of the introduction, and I I still had a, a few verses left on the, the third section. But um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about an epiphany I had this morning, which is related to this. And, and it's going to be the it was a theme of my Monday morning greetings coming out Monday. And it was, it was, it was very, very interesting because I realized I have to finish this Monday morning greetings this morning. Sometimes I finish by Friday because I'm going. And then I send it to Kadamba and we, I'm pretty good, but we still go back and forth and she hones it. And I, I wouldn't have time for that because I'm, once I get going from here, and then I have two people I'm talking to at 10 and 10.30. Don't get any idea that I'm so busy. I'm not so busy, but today I'm so busy. And uh, so when I wake up, there's a beautiful backyard here. There's a pool. It's covered, but it's a nice walk. 
And I try to do when I wake up, wash up and go outside and do a power walk the first thing, get that out of the way that I'm going to be 72, I should do exercise and I should for a half hour and I chant. And then I do writing and then Bhagavatam, then bathe, then I chant again for an hour and a half or two, usually. And that's how I like to begin my day. So I went and then I had an epiphany because I had two things that I hadn't finished in the article. And sometimes it takes a lot of time to go over it. And the two things I, I didn't finish was, I because the next article is about the process of writing. <clears throat> it's my process of writing. That was my inspiration. So I had to explain in the process of my process of writing, I don't know if it's the process of writing, but it seems to be working, is the ending is very important to me, that I have to circle back to the beginning, which hopefully in the beginning, I presented my theme in an interesting way. <clears throat> and I have to, again, end the article with my theme in an interesting way. So I was circulating, you know, and I was chanting, and then a thought came to my mind about the Bhagavatam, which I'll share with you today, which will be my next mo Monday morning greetings. And I had this thought about the Bhagavad, and I said, wow, this is great, because this is a perfect ending to accomplish those two things, to explain what is an ending and how this, how this realization I got was so apropos for my, 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 my ending of, of, the, of the article. So, um, okay, I went a little bit. So let me go back. And, and, and let's summarize just very, very briefly last Sunday, and then I'll summarize Monday, and then we'll get on to the verses today, which I think are quite exciting. So the Bhagavatam, this was my realization. Maharaj Parikit is the examiner. That's what Parikshit means. He saw Krishna in the womb, and that samskara or impression became his primary desire for the rest of his life. So how attached he is to Krishna. So now he's going to die. And he asked Sukadeva Goswami, what is the duty of about a man who's about to die? And what should he not do? And the Bhagavatam is being explained. And then I told this many times, I'm not going to do it again. I have to be expert like that, seeing what my audience has already accommodated. But what happened is, is he was describing one of the subject matters of the Bhagavatam, uh, which is the Manus or the Kings. And I'm not going to repeat this reasons why you do that. So he, he listed the, the dynasty of the Kings and when he listed the dynasty of the kings, he went through this, the, the, uh, the Surya Vamsa and the Soma Vamsa. That's why in the ninth chapter, the Surya Vamsa is Ramachandra. And his story is, he's mentioned there. Not a whole story like the Ramayana, but he's mentioned there, a few verses. And then the, the Soma Vamsa is mentioned and the Yadu dynasty is described. And within the Yadu dynasty, Krishna takes birth. His parents are, his, his, 
His father's in the Yadu dynasty. And a few verses are mentioned. Now, this is Parikshit. And he's the examiner and he's looking for Krishna. And this was my realization. And I think what's nice about it is it's kind of nothing. I didn't read it in a commentary, but it, it just makes so much sense to me. What was his realization? How excited would he be when he hears him discussing Krishna? Mentioning it. What is the duty of a man who's about to die? It's already been described that it's Krishna and he's, he's been described more in terms of his position and how to respond in terms of that position. But the real duty of a man who's about to die is to hear Krishna Lila. It's to hear the pastimes of Krishna. The philosophy is meant to help you understand the pastimes of Krishna. But we have to get to the pastimes of Krishna. And we have to get to the pastimes of Krishna in the appropriate way, which is having the purity of heart and the capacity of understanding so that we can actually not only understand Krishna, but understand them in such a, a, an appropriate way without misconception, without filtering it through our perverted intelligence that it hits our heart in such a way that we have a love for Krishna. That's our duty. Our duty is the 10th canto, and our, but our duty is to get there in the appropriate way. And I hope what I'm doing in these classes is couching everything in the appropriate way to hear it, not just jumping. So, so what happens when he hears that? It's so natural that he is Pariksit. And he mentions that, tell me about this Yadu dynasty. Specifically, I want to hear about Krishna. And I want to hear about Krishna. I want to hear everything about Krishna. He said he asked so many questions, the intriguing things about Krishna. He kills his uncle, Kamsa. He's, you know, he, he leaves his father and, 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 and goes to Vrindavan. So he wants to, and he wants to hear about Balaram. How does he also wind up in Vrindavan? So he asked these questions about the details of, of Krishna's life. And, and, you know, of course, it's not just for him, it's us. We have to get to the point where we have this attraction to hear Krishna Leela. And that's the samskar in our hearts, not hardcore music or sports or sex life or position or politics or everything else that's driving us. But what's in our heart is this attraction for Krishna. But he not only asks the question, he relates to his guru, Sukadeva Goswami, in a way that inspires his guru to give him and explain the pastimes of Krishna and take the effort to do so because he's a qualified disciple 
And the symptom of the qualified disciple is that he has the enthusiasm to hear. And that's why I always look at the list of people here <laughs> who are so kind to be the listeners and feel my gratitude. Of course, I can't see everyone because this is from numbers, but if I interact with people, because this is Krishna consciousness, it's the eagerness to hear. That was Prabhupada's qualification to get the mercy of Bhakti Siddhanta. Bhakti Siddhanta noticed, noted him at the in initiation. He likes to hear. He likes to hear. So he expresses this and he expresses um, what that qualification is. Nivrtataishir upagiyamana. Nivrtataishir. I'm not interested in anything else. Tell me how I'm not the enjoyer because I don't care a damn thing about it. <laughs> that's, that's the qualification. I'm here. Let me have it. I'm not the enjoyer. That's great because I love God. God's the enjoyer. I'm his servant. Tell me about that. And tell me about that because when you speak about that, um, I wrote it down someplace and I, I want to, this is important. Um, one second. And I want to hear from you because you're Nibbatatai share. And therefore, in your presentation to me, you don't have any alternative purpose than to, to, to glorify Krishna, like speak for money or do anything else that we, we appropriate spiritual life for our position, our aggrandizement, to make disciples, to get money, to do so many things we can do. But you don't have that. And therefore, I know you can present the truth. And this is the disciplic succession and what it should be. And I want to hear from you because of that. And, um, and the result of hearing in that way the, the, the pure person and the person who has this interest is that the real message will come and will feel that connection with God, which is the most pleasing thing that we can have. And that is the medicine for all the nonsense we're seeing in the world. Vastudeva kata. And everyone will hear this except Pashuga. If you want to kill your soul by killing animals 
or by being on social media all day. <laughs> These are the two things, killing animals and being on social media all day. It's for everyone else but those two people. <laughs> and um, he expresses his own faith because he's seen how Krishna appeared in his womb. He's seen how Krishna protects his family. And he sees in the form of time how Krishna gives his mercy to everyone, even those who are opposed to him. This is the COVID pandemic. He gave the mercy to everyone. And so, you know, the sutta is actually explaining this to the sage of Namashranya, and he says, Krishna avatar kali kalmashagyan. This is the panacea. This talking about Krishna. And then Sukadeva Goswami begins to speak, and he said, because you're fixed, because you're fixed in this way, it's very sublime to you. And this Krishna Kata will purify, like the Ganga purifies everything. This will purify me. This will purify you. And it'll purify everyone listening. Um, and then the preliminary, the preliminary story begins. Then Sukadeva Goswami is going to tell the preliminary story. And it looks like I may be only to able to summarize the preliminary story this week. And it may happen that I can only cover one section a week until the, the, um, my retreat in Kali. If any of you wanna come, please just email me if it's capable of coming. I know most of you have been informed, but if those you have been informed, we're going to have a wonderful, I'm looking forward to it so much in Kali. We've lined up four fantastic Kirtaniers. Jai Jagannath is coming. Manu Bhattacharya is coming. This is the third one he's coming. It's great. And uh, Lilo from uh, Colombia is coming. That's it. Another pair, Sean Mohini, who's a beautiful singer, is also coming. So we're really going to concentrate on having really incredible kirtans and an incredible Janmashtami festival. So if anybody, well, I see some, some people here are coming. Um, and if you can't come there, this week I should mention I'm... Um, I'm going to try to get out my 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 my. I'm going to try to get out my um, Puri and 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 Govardhan retreats. And I think what I'm going to do is six days in Puri, including uh, Puri, and then uh, you arrive the day before. So then six days in Puri. It's at the end of the month. I think it ends on the 28th or something, and then or it ends on the 27th, something. And then head to Vrindavan and spend um, 
a couple of days in Vrindavan and then have five or six days in Govardhan. So people will have a choice to go to either retreat and then meet in the middle or go to both of them. So if you can't get to Kali, you can try to get there. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, even leading the Prikrams now in, in Vrindavan and, 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 and Govardhan and really, uh, so I'll, 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 I know the reason why I want to get the dates out too is, you know, the, this is the greatest mystery I've ever can't figure out if anybody can figure out the price for the ticket that I bought, because I bought my ticket to leave in Kartik. I leave at the end of September. I'm leaving right after my Vyas Puja. So I bought the ticket. And um, I bought the ticket and then, uh, and I bought my return. I'm going to stay six months. And the price of the ticket is the same price that it cost me when I went to India 47 years ago. So you can figure that out. I think it was a little, and the interesting thing is it was a little less than, it was about 800 for a round trip ticket and for premium economy, for those of you who is a little bit long on that trip, because that's what it usually costs me, the economy usually costs that, for premium economy, it was less than $1,300, which is it's kind of pretty nice. So, um, so I want to get it out early so people could buy tickets in advance if they want. Um, so that's, that, that's something. So now what happens in the second section is the earth assumes the form of a cow. He, so he explains, this is how Krishna's story begins. That's why the Krishna book begins on this seventh, this, this 17th verse. Um, okay, God. I'm not, I'm going to fail in, in covering a section, but I, anyway, we'll do the best we can. And it may not be a bad idea to, and because I had such a long introduction, which I won't need to do next time. I can cover this. So what happens is, okay. I'm really excited now. This is really what I, I think I do best. And that's what you can expect now on the Monday morning um, on my, my classes now. I'm gonna go back to my old style. And, I, you know, somehow I forgot it, it's going over and presenting the Bhagavatam in a continuous way and specifically Krishna's Leela. So uh, it begins with um, once when the world was overburdened by an unnecessary defense force of the mania of, of military phalanxes of various conceited demons dressed like kings. She approached Lord Brahma for relief. So this is how Krishna comes. He comes when there's a purpose. And the purpose is the world is overburdened. 
And therefore, Prabhupada quotes, Yada Yadahi Dharmasya Glanir Bhavati Bharata. Once when the world was overburdened by an unnecessary, that's the beginning of Krishna book. And Prabhupada puts the first 16 verses, which I explained in the introduction. So I just want to read it just how prophetic Prabhupada is. Human life is meant for attaining the highest perfection of Krishna consciousness. But when people are godless and the presence, presidents or kings are unnecessarily puffed up with military power, their business is to fight and increase the military strength of the different states. Nowadays, therefore, it appears that every state is busy manufacturing atomic weapons to prepare for a third world war. Such preparations are certainly unnecessary. They reflect the false pride of the heads of state. The real business of a, of a chief executive is to see the happiness of the mass of people by training them in Krishna consciousness. And what's happening instead? Rogues and thieves in the guise of protectors arrange for a voting system. And in the name of democracy, they come to power by hook or crook and exploit the citizens. Even long, long ago, Asuras, persons devoid of God consciousness, became the heads of state. And now this is happening again. And it taught, Prabhupada talks about how so much is spent for military. But why should this hard-earned money be spent in this way? Because of this present situation, Krishna has descended in the form of the Krishna consciousness movement. This is quite natural for without being, without the Krishna consciousness movement, the world cannot be peaceful and happy. So we're meant to dedicate ourselves to the Krishna consciousness movement. If you really want welfare, if you really want to do good for people, this is actually how you do good. Because the other ways, it, 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 it's not as substantial. We don't neglect people who are suffering. But it's so massive that only changing consciousness will have an, an effect on the world. So thereafter, having heard the distress of Mother Earth, Lord Brahma, with Mother Earth, Lord Shiva, and all the demigods, approached the shore of the ocean of milk. There's a very important point here that the acharyas made um, when you want god's mercy you have to go to god's home and that means the temple or the deities in your house if you want god's mercy you have to go to god's home and it's very effective if a group of people like either husband and wife or family can go together. The Acharyas also mentioned this because the sense of group petition is the sense of sankirtan, that your, 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 your need is amplified by combining your need for Krishna's mercy with others. That's why um, I know one of our listeners, um, Gloria from Colombia, not Gloria now, Gopi Gita, she's initiated, and since her initiation, she's lucky, very lucky, she's only a five-minute ride from the temple, she goes there to Mangalartik, 
and sometimes even worships the deity. This is the way to get God's mercy. You can't do it in the modern age, driving in the Holland Tunnel and, and finding a parking space in, in, you know, near the Bhakti Center or the Brooklyn Temple. You'll get more motive, passion, and ignorance than you'll get benefits sometimes. But whatever way you do it, like I mentioned that Haridas, he, he opens up in, in, in the Los Angeles Temple and the, sometimes they watch the deities and then the whatever it is. But getting this, this mercy. And then it mentions Lord Shiva, which is interesting because Pritranaya Sadunam Banashaya Traduskritam. It's protecting the devotees and, and, and um, killing the miscreants. <laughs> So Krishna comes for both. And, and primarily in the Krishna avatar, he comes for the devotees. And how does he come for the devotees? By exhibiting his sublime pastimes. He came for this. We have to take advantage of it. So everyone here should come every Sunday. If you can be Wednesday, it's, it's a work day. But every Sunday come. Because this is why Krishna appeared. Um, and then it describes Sukadeva Goswami, they're reaching the shore um, of the ocean, the demigods, also all the demigods, this group petition, Lord Brahmadin come himself, he showed that there's a force of will, there's a community that wants this, not just himself, and it's very interesting because it establishes the words that Sukadeva Goswami used to describe Krishna. Um, establish, establish, um, Vishnu Tattva. And one of the things of Bhagavatam is to establish Krishna's tu Bhagavan Swayam, that Krishna is the original personality of Godhead. So reaching the shore of the ocean, who comes? Krishna, who is? Jagannatham, the master of the universe. Deva Devam, the god of gods. Vishakapim, the supreme person who provides for everyone and eliminates his suffering. And Purusham, the Supreme Personality. Not it arrives, but they, they go where this person is. And when they recognize that, what do they do? They chant worship with great attention. Upaste samata. They worship with full attention. This is the process. Know who God is. And if you know who God is, then you worship God with full attention. If you really have faith, because Krishna is coming now in form of the holy name, Namas Chintamani Krishna, Chaitanya Rasa Vigraha. He's coming in the form 
of his holy name. If you have faith, then and you want God and you want God's mercy, then then upaste samitam. You worship. You worship with samahita, with full attention. You give your consciousness. So then. While in trance, Lord Brahma heard the words of Lord Vishnu vibrating in the sky. Thus he told the demigods, hear from me the order of Shri Dakshai Vishnu, the Supreme Person, and execute it without delay. So Lord Brahma heard the words and repeated it. And hearing those words meant connection with Krishna just as much as I'm not there, I'm not Krishna, but the analogy is of a telephone. If you speak to someone on a telephone, he is there in his voice. You are with him in his voice. So we are in Krishna in his instructions. He, he may appear as the super soul in our heart. He may appear as, as, as the parampara disseminating the message. He may appear in reading the books but described here is no different. And, and, and who did he hear the words for? Who that, who, who's giving those words? It's Lord Brahma. And, and this, this was Lord Brahma. He, he heard it at the beginning. So he could, this is how Lord Brahma, this Guru Parampara, he heard the words. Now he's qualified to present them as long as he's in trance. Samadhao. He's in trance. He's absorbed in it. He has that fixed attention. And therefore, the message is coming to him because one whose senses are controlled, the super soul is at reach. And then Lord Brahma informed the demigods. Now, this is what he told him. He told him before we submitted our petition to the Lord, he's telling them, he was already aware of the distress on earth. Consequently, for as long as the Lord moves on earth to diminish its burden by his own potency in the form of time, all of you demigods should appear through plenary portions as sons and grandsons in the family of the Adu. So he says he's already heard. He, he, he's aware of what? Of the distress. He's aware of the distress Dara Jara, that the earth is burning. Dara also means the mother of Krishna. <laughs> he heard the distress. The mother of Krishna, she's in distress <laughs> about Krishna. The mother of Krishna is in distress. He hears his devotees in the heart. He knows what's happening. And then he's going to appear. But how does he, and, and Prabhupada says he can appear personally, but he appears in his holy name. And again, that famous verse, Nama Chintamani Krishna Chaitanya Rasa Vigraha uh, Puna Shudho Nityamukto Binatwam Nama Namana. There's no difference between the sound of Krishna and Krishna's name. Again, Prabhupada writes, Krishna appears at present also. Various demoniac states all over the world are increasing their military power in many ways. 
and the whole situation has become distressful. Therefore, Krishna has appeared by his name in the Hare Krishna movement, which will certainly diminish the burden of the world. So let us all do our part to assist Prabhupada's mission in any way we can with what any service that we're given. This is most auspicious, it's most compassionate. It's most, it, it, it's thinking of others before yourself and this is the best way. So the Supreme Personality of Krishna who has full potency, Lord Brahma is telling, these are all Lord Brahma, he'll appear as a son of Vasudev, therefore all the wives of the demigods should also appear in order to satisfy him. Tat priyartam in the Krishna book also. To, they're coming to satisfy him. This is love and this is universal love. When what you do is to satisfy God, he'll appear as the son of Vasudeva and all the wives should appear to satisfy him. The Lord appears um, he'll appear as the son of Vasudev. Um, and and Sura Strati, and who will appear? The demigod should appear, and who are they? The wives of the demigods. This indicates also the process. When you become purified and qualified, then when Krishna appears, that will be you. <laughs> when Krishna is calling, that will be you to come and assist in Krishna's pastimes. So what was happening 5,000 years ago, let it be us. Because we have achieved bhava, we haven't achieved prema, but we have a strong desire to serve Krishna, and we cannot underestimate the amount of mercy there is in Prabhupada's, in, in Srila Prabhupada. We can't underestimate the degree of mercy that Srila Prabhupada has. But we have to do our part. I'm, I'm frankly amazed when I hear the exploits of, uh, of, um, some of my um, God brothers and the service that they do, the service they do, and sacrificing their whole lives. It's just, you know, amazing. So he continues. Um, Uh, and then he says, uh, oh yeah. And then also Lord Balaram, Shankarshana will appear and the same, the same thing. He'll appear and Balaram is a servant to Godhead. Priya, same word, Priya, Chakir Shia, with the desire to act for his pleasure. 
Balaram appear. Not only Balaram, then he says, not only Balaram will appear, but Vishnu Maya will appear, Yoga Maya will appear, who is Samhita Jagat, who captures the whole world, material and spiritual. And it's one energy that will manifest in two ways according to your according to your desire. If you deserve to if you desire to serve Krishna, he'll help you to come closer. And if you want to enjoy the material world, he'll deprive you of that. But Vishnu Maya will also come. And uh, and, and, and now Sukadeva Goswami continues. I didn't take notes yet. After thus advising the demigods and pacifying Mother Earth, the very powerful Lord Brahma, who is the master of all Prajapatis and is therefore known as Prajapatipata, returned to his own abode, which is Brahmaloka. And so this is Ashvasya. After when did he leave? After pacifying. So this is the nature of the acharya to pacify. And how does he pacify? He pacifies by the instructions. So I didn't get up to today's verse, but as I'm doing this, I'm thinking it's kind of good. I don't think people who were there on Wednesday and heard this section, because when you do it the second time, there's different realizations. And as Borijan, I would say, taught me, the vehicle of the Bhagavatam, the real potency of speaking the Bhagavatam, is to share your personal realizations through the Bhagavatam. It doesn't mean you don't share the Bhagavatam. You share your personal realizations, your deep understanding of it. So it comes out in a different way because that vehicle is there. So I'm kind of happy, really happy, because um, this is me. This is what I, I want to do more than anything else give Krishna Kata. And this was something new and I didn't know how it'll work out, but I was preparing for, for Kali and I'm really excited. I'm really excited. And this is the way you do it. You speak it again and again. And, and uh, I'll be the devotees in New Zealand, the timing doesn't work for them. So I'll give a special class to them. And I can repeat this again and again. And then I feel good because I have something to say. And it's like an epiphany. This is what I do. This is what I do. I just was repeating old. I, and not only that, I, I needed something new and I needed to compromise my chanting a bit in the morning to every day, you know, read Bhagavatam and prepare it. Okay, I don't know if Jamunajai is here. She may have gone to class. She has to go sometimes. Anybody like to share a reflection on the class, something that struck them? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. It's more an appreciation that um, I'm just so happy to hear you speak on something that you feel excited about. 
you know that makes that makes me very um you know inspired and eager to hear from you and also it's so nice that um we are hearing now what all of our previous preparation was meant for you know so yeah yeah no i'm i just feel like wow I should have done this Bhagavatam, because once the day starts, it's really hard to concentrate. Too many things go on. So I, I was using the morning mostly for chanting. And now it's, it, you know, it just takes like a, 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 you know, a, a half hour, 45 minutes, and even taking notes, which I never do. And then I like this Wednesday, I'll go over something new, and then I'll, I'll do it again on Sunday. And those who hear it twice will get it in even more deep way. Thank you. Anybody but, else? Yeah, I just want to ask, is the, is the program at one o'clock this afternoon? It is at one o'clock. Oh, okay. It's really going to be wonderful. And Gail, I, I, I got a fan for you. I took one from the wedding. Oh, really, Maharaj? Oh, my God. I will never use any other. <laughs> uh, no, they were really good fans. And every seat had a fan. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And when I got the fan, I thought, wow, <laughs> this is a much better fan than the ones that Gail uses. <laughs> Regardless, Maharaj, I will always treasure that fan. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. Kishore Radha, in Priya. Great, great. Um, Maharaj, could you please um, give your definition for ritual again? You said it earlier in the class. The things we do, the formal things we do to conform our life to something higher than ourselves. Okay. And, and that's Confucius, who is completely into rituals. And we, we, you know, we need more Confucianism in the world rather than everybody breaking tradition and making fun of tradition and, you know, going to some, not that there shouldn't be some progressiveness and application according to the time and place, but um, yeah, it, it's just needed. The things that we do, the traditions, the communities, you know, and uh, you know, we have something so wonderful but it, we're, we're, not, we're not taking a much heed of our tradition. And that's what I thought about tilak. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, no one wears tilak anymore. <laughs> but not no one, but, but it, it, it's just, you know, it's something. Not that we have to. Okay, anybody else like to say hello? Haridas. <laughs> okay. I don't hear you. Your your voice, your sound is not on. Can you hear me now? Now I hear you. Yeah. Okay. Um, the best backdrop. You have the best backdrop. <laughs> thank you. Um, the T lock. Yeah. Yes, that's what uh, you know. You you. Yamuna told me how much um, Prabhupada appreciate the T lock. Really? Wow. Shimuna lived in his house for two years, so he got a lot of good association. Yeah, and 
I'll tell you something else. I'll tell you something else. Something else that you'll appreciate. You know, this Greg who drove me in his Porsche there, and it was great. I mean, to take time off and drive me nicely. You know, it's going to be three hours there and three hours back. And you know, those cars are more smooth. And and then I told him, I said, you know, um, you know, I, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give you a call when I have to come. But if you're hiking and you know, if, you know, you can come. You know, a little bit later, he said, he said, no, we're here to serve you. Right. And then I immediately thought about you, that how you would, how you were taking care of such Nanda Swami for that retreat. And that, you know, because you grew up in a diplomat's family, there's a certain protocol of how to, you know, treat, you know, you know, you don't look at an ambassador, you look at a sannyasi or something. And that protocol and that tradition, it's a very, like when Sachinanda Swami used to come out of the house, you hold the door for him and, you know, and he felt in a certain way and then you drove him back. So I thought I, I, maybe I'll, if I get together, I'll introduce you to Greg. I think you like him because he, you know, had that kind of mood. Okay. Sorry to embarrass you, but I wanted to say that. <laughs> Thank you, Mara. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Haribo. It's so wonderful. I was uh, reading your um, your book, Japa Meditation, and uh, I was just reading when the mind is controlled, the super soul is at risk, and you said it again today. It is wonderful. I Thank like you. that very much. Thank you so much. That's nice. Thank you. Thank you. Any Anybody else? Say hello. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hello. Nice to see you all. Good. Still yeah, like Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much for the class, Maharaj. Thank you. I don't know. Maybe you can get out to India. Let's see. Yes, definitely. I'm, I hope that yeah. you come. Yeah. By the way, Greg. I'm going to give the dates with this week. But okay. Greg remembered you because when Greg, his father was an engineer and was in Iran. So yes, yes. you Westerners that during the Shah's time, yeah. <laughs> Iran. So you're saying, what was the name of your Iranian disciple? We, we were talking about Iran. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. She went to the retreat. She didn't need you to be there. Your mother's okay on her own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She met so many interesting people, and her roommate Indira is like amazing, wonderful yeah, person. Me all about and, you know, she just you know everybody's talking, and, and and Greg was, he said, "Wow, from Iran." And he he, I lived in Iran for for, for a couple of years because my father was a mining engineer, and mm -hmm. I lived there during the Shah. So. Oh, what was the name of your disciple? I talked to this lady there. I have it some... oh. <laughs> Okay. Anybody else Thank like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. This is Maratarada. Thank you so Hi. much for class, Maharaj. Okay. Hi, Bob. And I'm planning on meeting you in the United States somehow or other. Oh, thank God. Thank you, Maharaj. Okay. Because I understand you can take just, it's easy. You can just take, I just thought about it. You take a bus into New York City and a bus back. It's not a problem at all. 
I can do. I can go to New Jersey if you'd like me, Maharaj. I have no problem. <laughs> You're in New York. Whatever works best for you. I'll come in by that. I'll come in by that, and we'll meet. You know, at the Bhakti Center. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Haribo. Maharaj, thank you for class. Kopigita. Kopigita. Haribo. Good. Okay. <laughs> All right, you'll be there for the retreat, okay. Of course, yes. <laughs> live there, okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, Garage, and Slal Govinda. And Bracha, thank you for thank the you class. Hari Bo. Hari Bo. I got some books for you when you come for your library. Okay, great, thank you. Ones that you don't have. <laughs> thank you, Garage. I told, I told Kadamba, I said, Kadamba, these books, because... Um, yeah, I said, uh, these books, they're, they're for Laos because they're Rasika. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Thank you>. okay. <laughs> okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Sri Gandharvika. Sri Gandharvika, Haribo. We'll see you when you get back. When do you return? Yeah. Um, on the 1st of July. On the 1st of July. Okay. Yeah, so in four days. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you for class. Catalina, we'll see you soon. Yes, thank you. Okay, Haribo. Haribo. Good. Anybody else? Okay, I noted all the participants, so I have an idea of everybody who came to class. So thank you very much. I will go upstairs and then prepare to go to the next destination, which is Jai Sirade's. Okay, Haribo, Bunchukopa, Drivas, Akakas.